Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. So now it's time to turn it up, surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up. We all up in your area like landscape, definitely bringing you the power slamming pancakes. It's the mandate that you tune in. It's time to move out so we can move in and recognize that this is no illusion. I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion. It all started off in the book of Genesis when Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis. And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him, he touched his hip but he really could have devoured him. And from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game, so now we got to change uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. Episode 312, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. I am honored and privileged to have this wonderful lady on the show tonight. Uh, she uh, really uh, made a name for herself in the WWE and, of course, uh, really made a name for herself as far as popularity is concerned on the Total Divas uh, series that she was a part of. And she's got a bunch of WWE stories to talk about and share. And, uh, you know, there's uh, there's some things that, uh, you know, she would like to share about her current endeavors, too. So we're going to get digging all into that tonight. And so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to bring on the show Rosa Mendez. How are you tonight, ma'am? I'm so good. I'm actually on practice. I've drove uh, four hours already, and I have half an hour left. Um, I drive twice a week to wrestling practice from Pittsburgh. Wow. So it's 18 hours a week to wrestle, uh, to get back in the ring and train again and uh, start kicking butt again. Wow. Nice, nice. So, yeah. we'll, so I definitely wanted to... 
uh, I asked you about your your uh, retirement announcement last February. We'll get into that. But before that, I want to uh, push your 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 current current endeavors uh, other than wrestling. You've got a totally fit mama, right? Um, I own a lifestyle brand, and we have a workout app. Mm-hmm. So uh, we made these recipes that actually taste really good, and so you're able to not fall off, which I've religiously stayed on my meal plan. And I have, like, I'm going to be honest, I have two or three cheat meals a week because I love cheeseburgers and french fries. <laughs> but religiously I've stayed on my meal plan, and I'm able to, I would be able to get my body back and eat better shape now than I ever was. Nice. I'm 38 years old. Yeah, that's awesome. And just to have that, uh, you know, that, that kind of resurgence and, uh, you know, people can Google your age. You're uh, pushing the 40 mark. So it's, 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 yeah. uh, uh, and, and even, uh, you know, even at that age, you know, even close to 40, I think you've got a couple years left, if I'm not mistaken. Um, even, even. Well, yeah. and I feel like I look, I look better than I ever have, I feel. And I feel better than a lot healthier. Yes, yes, and that's and that's my that's my point. Almost forty and a mom, and you can still say that you're in better shape now than ever. So there's no excuses from anybody else. Uh, that that you know, as, <laughs> as a single person, no kids, and twenty years old, younger than you are, no excuses. <laughs> Absolutely. So so going into the WWE, um, you 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 start off feuding with Beth Phoenix. Uh, you, uh, people you know are aware of your debut. I'm interested in knowing just the backstage kind of. Um, One second. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sorry. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oh no 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 problem at all no problem at all. Um, so you were feuding with Beth Phoenix. Um, and I, I'm interested in just the, the the backstage kind of creation of how that formed. Now, who came up with that idea, and uh, who came, you know, who came up with the idea to debut you uh, on the main roster? Just you know, because you you, you had you were in competitions before, as far as the WWE is concerned. Just kind of let the fans know just how that all came about, as far as uh, how your first appearance came. Well, actually, I I was in the Diva Search, and mm-hmm. then um, I I just fell in love with the WWE Universe, even though they were really mean to me when I walked out. I was like, you know what? These people are going to love me one day. Mm-hmm. Either really love me or really hate me, but I'm going to get not the reaction that I got when I came out for Total Diva. <laughs> so um, it was I, – I fought tooth and nail to get a contract. Mm-hmm. And I got a contract, and Beth was one of the people that had picked me up from the airport oh, nice. when I went to OBW. Mm-hmm. And just watching her work in the ring, like, she is, like, so talented in everything she does. And she's like a lady, you know, she's beautiful, and she has so much class. She's so in the ring. I watched her and Katarina Waters have a ladder match at OBW, and I just about lost it. I was mm. like, these women are absolutely amazing. And um, so basically I've always been, even though like I worked with Beth, I've always been a huge fan of her work. Mm-hmm. So basically that's how that character evolved with me becoming obsessed with Beth Phoenix. Wow. Because I would always ask her questions. I was always like, 
um, trying to ride with her. <laughs> so it kind of, it was kind of like a real story where I was like her fan, you know? So, oh, art, um, art imitating life, huh? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so that's how the character evolved in me becoming obsessed with her and wanting to be around her all the time. It actually was like, kind of legit. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So, you know, like I said, it was uh art imitating life. So it uh it actually was exactly. uh yeah, some 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 realness to it. Which, you know, a lot of times when you have that art imitating life factor to a character, you know, it, it kind of brings out more layers to a character. And it and the audience feels it better because it's just kind of not like contrived. There's some uh, you know, there's some genuineness and authenticity to it. It allows you to to really pull on the heartstrings of the fan. So, yeah, that's that's awesome that, that there was some some reality I to feel that. Like a lot of the, yeah, I feel like a lot of the stories are really like we we are are real life characters but times a hundred, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like I feel like it it's it, that's why I feel and the WWE superstars are able to be so talented and like for so long because they really do feel that character because it's somewhat part of them, you know? Yep. Absolutely. So you did some some wrestling, uh, you know, you were you were with Santino, and there's some other wrestling endeavors that you had in the beginning of your career. But uh, toward the latter part of your career, you did more uh, managing. You transitioned more into the managing role. Yeah. I know you did have some uh, feud with Lay Cool at at a, at a point in time, but uh, most of the latter half of your your career uh, was managing. Now, who made the decision, uh, for you to transition more into the manager role? Was it something that you did or was it something that the creative department did? How did that come about? I feel like there, you know, your, your, your whole main goal is to be on TV. Mm -hmm. And if there are, if there isn't room for you to wrestle, then you will take what you can get. That's right. Yep. Um, I feel like, Maybe I should just get into this now because it's something that I really feel passionate about. But I feel when I retired, um, I have a little bit of regret that I wasn't in the ring enough. Mm -hmm. Actually, a lot of regret. Um, My father was in the ICU recently and on his deathbed. And he was, yeah, he was on life support. And at the same time, Bobby and I have operations. So it's, it was one of those moments in my life where I looked at my father and he was dying. And I thought to myself, you know, like, I never want to have any regrets. I never want to be in a position where I'm, you know, laying here just like my dad and that I never fulfilled my dream of of having a five-star match in the ring, mm. you know. And I've, I've never felt that. And I and I have a daughter now, and I never want her to have any regrets. So I'm looking at her and raising her, and how could I tell her to do something that I didn't do? Yeah. You know, how could yeah. I tell her follow your dreams, do everything you do, everything you've ever wanted, and have no fear mm-hmm. when I didn't do that in my life? That's a good so point. basically, yeah, this just recently, like I could have I could have gone to the ring sooner, but that kind of snapped in my head, and I was like, I, I have to go back in the ring. Yeah. I have to work a match that I can come to the back, and even if I, whether I won or lost, I gave it everything I had, mm-hmm. and I'm proud of myself. 
Yep. And I can't say that right now. Mm. So yeah. that's the reason why I'm going back and I'm working harder than I ever have in my whole entire life. Wow. That's amazing. And yeah. and, and, and yeah. you, during your time in WWE, you did compete in some matches. Based on just mm-hmm. your, your, your drive and your, your just newfound um, kind of rigor and, and, and determination to have that five-star match, who on the current WWE roster would you desire to compete against? Well, I'd love to wrestle Charlotte. Yeah. Um, I... I saw, you know, I feel like at the beginning of the revolution, um, Charlie went natty, and Charlotte had that match at NXT that was like 40 minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was really good. That match had my palm sweating, and, like, those are the moments in my, like, life where I I would watch these women dust their butts, you know, and have these matches, and I would be emotional watching them, Mm -hmm. you know? And so... I, I'd love to wrestle like Natty again, but have the technical skill that I'm learning right. Like I'm learning all these these technical skills. I want to jump higher. I want to run faster. I want to be the best I can actually be yeah. and go back to WWE eventually and be able to work these five star matches with all these women that I respect so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, you know the funny thing about that is that. Uh, Nowadays, I was just having this conversation recently, about 10 to, to, to 12 years ago, it was so difficult. It was kind of, I call it, I call it WWE or bust. About 10 or 10 to 12 years ago, the independent scene weren't, wasn't nearly as uh, populated and as exciting and booming as it was, uh, as it is now. Back then, it was just kind of like, if, if, if you don't have a WWE contract, you're pretty much done, and, and, and it, it's going to be really tough to really kind of make a name for yourself and have a resurgence. The, the, nowadays, mm-hmm. nowadays though, it's a whole different ball game, you know. And I think that that's the amazing part of not always, you know, saying that WWE is the end all be all. No, of course WrestleMania is the big moment. Of course, you've been in the WWE, yeah. so you you heard the fans, you've felt the energy, and, you know, of course, but I think as we've seen with a lot of wrestlers nowadays, you have an opportunity to rebrand yourself even if you do mm-hmm. leave the WWE. So that's something I commend for specifically for you. I commend you for doing yeah. that and saying, hey, listen, I retired. You know, my time in WWE, it was heavily criticized. However, in, in spite of that, <laughs> I'm going to make my renaissance, and I'm going to come back stronger than ever. So I commend you for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my plan is to dominate the independent circuit. Yeah. And, and be, be – myself more than ever with this with this huge motivation that I have in my heart right now mm-hmm. uh, I want to really conquer the independent circuit before I even talk to WWE about a contract yeah yeah absolutely I, I really that's that's my goal right now and also Jordan's at an age where I I drive back all the way to Pittsburgh after practice and I get home at 3 a.m. just so I can wake up to her so it's really important for me to still be a mom and still be there for her. Oh, yeah. So um, with independence, I can rest on the weekend and still be a mother. Yep. And then as she gets older and as I get better in the ring, 
then we'll see what happens kind of mm-hmm. thing. That's what, that's the kind of plan that I'm going for right now. Yeah, and she's two. She's two right now. Two, yes. Yeah, she's yeah. Extremely intelligent and feisty and amazing, <laughs> and she's a really good kid. Yeah, I love this kid so much. I love her. That's awesome. That's that's awesome. A couple yeah. more questions uh, before we before we close here. Um, so, on the main roster, names such as Primo and Epico, Fandango, Zack Ryder, Adam, Adam Rose, uh, you know, we were, during your manager career, like I said, the latter part of, the latter part of your career, you did more managing. From, uh, f- from your experience, what is the, uh, best pairing and the oddest pairing that you had as a manager? The oddest pairing? Uh, <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to be honest. Uh, we looked really, really good together, but Fandango and I had, like, it, we're, we got along well, but we, I don't know, it just, we didn't really click, I don't think. Not, not, not much chemistry? Uh, well, I feel like we didn't have that much chemistry. I don't know. Like, I, looking back, I don't think we did. But, I mean, we both looked the part, mm-hmm. and we both worked our butts off. Mm-hmm. We worked so hard to come across as the way I kind of pictured it was. And mm-hmm. I think he felt the same way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you managed Primo and Epico when they were uh, tag champs, right? Yeah, I I mean, I, I would like to say that I helped them because yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, please do. Please do. Absolutely. So so would you say that they were your best uh pairing that you that you made? That was my favorite yeah, favorite rat because I was like this Latin spitfire got to sway my hips like Shakira. That's right. Um I got I got to do a lot more spots, you know, in mm. the ring. I got to slap and choke people. It was really fun, so Mm-hmm. I was heavily involved in the matches and in speaking, so I felt like my role was really strong with them, and they let me do a lot of stuff. So I just, I really, really enjoyed that part of my career more than any time. And also Zach Ryder too. Oh yeah, he had a fun little run. It was <laughs> short, but it was it was really really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Adam, I mean Adam, I would love to put over the Adam Rose story, but I got pregnant. So That's right. Um, that only lasted that only lasted two months. Yeah, yeah. It was it was an interesting it was an interesting kind of uh development with you and yeah. Adam Rose. Yeah, cuz Adam Adam was playing the heel and then yeah, it was yeah, it was it was an interesting type of uh development yeah. between the two of you. Yeah. So I guess my last thing to ask you is, uh, you know, we talked off air just about just the, you know, the criticisms that uh, you received. Uh, you you announced your retirement in February of last year, uh, and just yeah. uh, this uh, the, the internet community, the internet wrestling community can be a very, uh, a very uh, callous uh, group. Yeah, a very callous bunch. Oh, they, they yeah. Now, why do you think so? Why, why do you think that's the case? Because they don't know the travel. They don't know the dedication. They don't know the years I've spent in developmental and the amount of heart I have for this business. They just think I'm a pretty face that sailed through and that didn't have to work very hard, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. we also have to, us wrestlers, have to eat and make money. And so if we're not on TV, we're not 
we're not getting as much TV time. So they don't understand how it works. I, I'm not going to ridicule them. I'm just going to, I, I just feel that they're not, they don't have enough knowledge to know the back end of what goes on in WWE and how hard it is to be a WWE superstar and to last as long as I did. Yeah. So, so, so I guess my last question to you, I guess the perfect segue. So I've got a gimmick name for you already. I don't know if you're going to keep it, but you have to, if you do, you have to credit Chris Featherstone from the Pancakes and Power Slam show. I'm going to call you uh, Renaissance Rosa Mendez. Uh, Renaissance is one of, Renaissance is one of my favorite words. It means reborn or new birth. Uh, so, you know, yeah, so it's a new birth for you. And so, 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 uh, if you have a message to the wrestling community as a whole, not only the internet part, but just the wrestling community in general, even the people who, uh, received you with open arms, uh, what does a Renaissance Rosa Mendez have to say, uh, to the wrestling community about just her resurgence and rededication to, to endeavor in the pro wrestling, uh, business? Well, right now I'm I'm showing them how much heart I have, and I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for myself and my daughter, driving mm-hmm. 18 hours a week to wrestle at MCW with uh, the head coach, R.J. Mayer, and Dean Gutridge uh, has been helping me so much. I'm putting countless hours in, and that I'm coming back, and they are I'm going to be unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. And they are going to have their jaws dropping, and they're going to apologize and take back every word they said about me because I have a personal vendetta to the people that don't like me, but also to the people that love me and have supported me throughout all these years and had my back. I'm going to make you guys so proud, and you guys don't have won't have to defend me anymore on, on the internet, which is wonderful. You can just say, I told you so. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm pulling for you, uh, Rosa. I think this will be a renaissance. Thank I'm looking you. forward to it. Absolutely. Let the listeners know where to find you on social media. It's Real Milena Roca, and I'm also rebranding myself on Instagram. So uh, check out my new photos. I did a 13-hour photo shoot on Valentine's Day. Nice. And it's my Instagram is going to be full of amazing stuff coming up, so stay tuned for that. And um, I also have my first match in Manchester, Maryland on, on uh, May 19th. So that will be my first match back. Nice. Uh, so stay tuned for that as well. I'll make sure that it's taped, too. Yes, yes. Uh, and I also have WrestleCon coming up, um, WrestleMania week. So I'll be there signing autographs and hugging fans, being my sweet self. And that's about it. Awesome. Well, I'll be doing coverage that weekend of WrestleMania as well. So, uh, oh, you uh, will? I will. Yeah, I'll be in New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So perfect. hopefully, uh, maybe uh, somehow we can connect and, uh, uh, yes. and maybe we can do some. Uh, maybe we can uh, talk uh, live and maybe uh, uh, do another interview I would or. Love that. Yeah, that would be that would be great. Absolutely. I would, I would absolutely love to another interview. Thank you for this interview. You're awesome, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. Well, uh, Renaissance, I'm, I'm going to name you that. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. 
And I'm going to make sure to give you credit. I, yes. I'm going to tell everyone at MCW right now my new name. Yes, that's <laughs> exciting. I love it. Uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. And like I said, I'm yes. pulling for you. I'm excited about your renaissance, and I, I, and I think that you'll do very well. You're putting in the work, and uh, I, I think that the uh, I think that the wrestling community is uh, in for uh, a rude awakening. Yes. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. My pleasure. Absolutely. You, absolutely. Thanks, so, Rosa. I appreciate you coming on the show tonight. Okay, of course. All Have right. a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Bring what you got. The measuring stick just changed around here, buddy. You're looking at it. Four corners. Three. Our mind. Let's go. The whole squad is making it clear, we taking this year. You know who we are, but you don't know why we here. So this is where the big boys play. These big boys play like who defies the living God. Get out the big boys' way. Outsiders with the swoop in. We live as kings, you see in us. But our third man waits in the wings. And when the time is right, we shock him with the proper attack. I go for dolo, but ain't solo. Cut the promo in black. Hollywood, Hendrix, Prizzle, pinning them. To the man, I'm that one mission with the strength of a hundred men. With one intent to see the will fulfilled of the one who sent his son to give himself. But you rap about your gas and your rags torture. White coffins when I drop a bomb. My mic's awesome, never lost faith. You in all space, you can all skate, suffer but never cripple. No bin walls in my cross face. From here to Saturday, Raven, anticipating. I was frostbit, now I am glacier, mixed with some Vader. Get to hawking with these animals using. God for my defense in Alabama, we jamming. That's beautiful, Bobby Eaton, me and Priest. We the dangerous alliance, nah, the Harlem Heat. Tie the do-rag before we do battle. You're talking sheep, you are what you speak. This too sweet. Till the number is just back, we repping that wolf pack. The foundation shaking, no mistaking, yeah, we shook that. Trusting God, we trust, pushing forward, never look back. Meekness ain't at all weakness, some people mistook that. Stamping out this crook rap, he turning the power. We're on, on the razor's edge, leg drop after a power bomb. Tired of the lies, man. We bringing the truth through. Diligent and fruitful, the owners in our group too. It's good to be king. Sold out this war is brutal. We playing them war games. Our army go lose too. You crew, I'm in the Raptors with a bat in my hand. And stand to shatter all your plans so they don't matter. In the grand scheme, it's that easy. We tag teaming, Steiner brothers, we love it. Demand the win, establish it. Sister class to the champions. <laughs> this is where the big boys play, huh? We ain't here to play. And a special thank you to Rosa Mendez. What a fun, fun interview. I tell you, I've, I've interviewed quite a bit of people. Probably over, I mean, I don't know where I'm at now. hundred and something. Uh, and I would say that Rosa's one of my favorite interviews. Um, just it was just fun. It was lots of fun, and I really appreciate just her her grit and her drive to um, uh, to want to come back. I mean, she's what like thirty nine years old, almost thirty nine years old, and just wants to make a comeback to the pro wrestling world. I can I can respect that, brother. I can respect that. Um, and I and yeah, and I like it, man. I really do. I really like it. Uh, I think it's great, and um, I think it's great that you know despite. Despite the fact that she got a lot of flack, she got a lot of flack, lots and lots of flack. Um, 
that the fact that she, despite that, um, she she wants to come back and just really redeem herself and just really, um, just really kind of renaissance. I mean, that's the reason why I gave her the name. I think it's I think it's uh, very very fitting. Um, to you know, to have that name, Renaissance Rosa Mendez. So, lots and lots of fun, lots and lots of fun. I, I really, really, really hope um, uh, that that she does very, very well. And 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 the fact that she was driving, um, you know, to and fro, you know, to um, to 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 really get the training in. So, fantastic. So. So, once again, ladies and gentlemen, big thank you to Rosa Mendez for joining us on the show tonight. Of course, you can uh, get the audio part of the interview downloaded on Blog Talk Radio or subscribe to iTunes. Leave a really good comment there and uh, download it there. Uh, and, of course, uh, right now uh, we are live on Facebook. We are live uh, if you're listening to this live, we're live on Facebook through Wrestling Inc. And, of course, after that, we'll go ahead and uh, be on the Wrestling YouTube, so you can see there as well. But right now, we are live as of this podcast, so we're going to have a lot of interaction, just like we do every single week. We're going to have a lot of trivia, trivia, trivia. So this week, we're going to talk about WrestleMania 14 and WrestleMania 15 trivia. So uh, go back, go back 22, 23 years um, go back. So we're going to have a lot of fun, uh, with, uh, WrestleMania. So, no, uh, so we got what WrestleMania 15, so 19 to 20 years. Um, so it's not as bad as last week. It was, it was further back, but not too much further back. So we're going to have some, some fun trivia for tonight, just like we do every single week. Five of the week this week, we're going to talk about title changes. Again, last week we talked about WrestleMania one, through six title changes. This week we're going to talk about WrestleMania seven through thirteen title changes. Very interesting statistic too when we get to that regarding the WWE Championship. So very very interesting stuff as we continue to get people uh, here loading up on the Facebook Live. Daniel Bryan to talk about. Uh, he has returned um, and he is back. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we got Raw, we got SmackDown, uh, we got WrestleMania chat as well, and we got the headlines. So you know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, let's get right into it. We got some, we got the Ultimate Deletion match as well. So we're going to talk about that as well. Uh, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we know what time it is. Headlines. Here we go. <laughs> So let's get right into Daniel Bryan chat. Daniel Bryan cleared to return, uh, announced on WWE.com. Wow, wow, wow. This is big. This is huge. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, he hasn't competed in three years. I think it was like uh, right after Mania. Uh, it was like a SmackDown tag team match, I believe it was, right after Mania in 2015. I think he was with Gia and Cena. Um if I'm not mistaken, that was his last match. That was April of, of 2015, so it's been about three years since he's com- since he's competed, and I know that that's a big struggle for him. I know that's huge as far as the struggle department is concerned regarding 
just him and his desire to want to come back. Um, so, so that's, that's big. That's big to see him back. That's big to know uh, that he's finally been cleared after two years of rigorous testing. Uh, many, many type of interviews, many interviews. I remember him being on uh, the Edge and Christian podcast. I transcribed a bunch of that when he was saying just the, the testing that he's doing and the type of testing that he's getting um, and just the fact that he just really, really wants to come back uh, as a competitor. So uh, I'm pulling for him. Uh, I'm pulling for him. I really, really hope uh, that we will get Daniel Bryan. Um, but here, here's, here's, my, here's my thing. Here's my thing with Daniel Bryan. I sincerely hope um, that I was up. What's up, Jason? Um, I sincerely hope that they don't have him do like a, a full time schedule. I really hope they don't do that. Um, I don't. I think Daniel Bryan. I think he's at the point right now that don't put him on full time. Have him do like you know matches that um, that aren't all that aren't frequent don't put them in the ring like every week i would do like a player coach type of thing like uh kurt angle's doing rare occasions on pay-per-views you don't want to overdo it you don't want to make him too familiar you know and competing every single week uh, that's how it was with ray mysterio because ray mysterio came back for the royal rumble and basically he got this big old pop but beforehand, he was, um, I think the last time we saw him, he was teaming up with Kalisto, you know, and it just, he was just kind of like, not, <laughs> no one really cared about him that much. So, uh, you know, that's the thing. I don't put him on all the time. But yeah, Tina, very good. Um, he's a special attraction is what she said. Absolutely. Um, I, I agree. I agree. Um, Jason says the same thing. Um, and so, you know, I, I really, really hope that, like like, like said here in the chat, special attraction, that's what Daniel Bryan should be. Don't put him in a ring every week. Uh, don't continue to have him just have random matches on SmackDown and just go against this person and that person. Do not do that. You do not want to do that with Daniel Bryan. Make him that featured attraction Make them that you know, give them that part-time schedule because as many people complain about part-timers, those are the people who who draw the ratings, who who make it exciting, make it more interesting. So that's what I would do with Daniel Bryan. Don't have him compete all the time. Um, you know, there's there's dream matches out there that would be better. There's dream matches for Daniel Bryan that would be more interesting if. If it wasn't, if he didn't compete every week, that's that's the thing with Daniel Bryan. If he doesn't compete every week and he has those dream matches, I think that that would be great. So, so for instance, you've got someone like, uh, you know, it'll most likely be him and Shane against Owens and Zayn, which I'm totally fine with. Uh, I actually called that uh, on a podcast a few weeks back, and I've, I've you know, I've seen that. I've seen that direction for a while. Um, and I think that uh, it's, it's going to happen. I'm totally fine with it. You know, put him back in a tag match. Don't have him be, 
you know, Daniel Bryan gets itchy <laughs> when he is in the ring, and he's all about the diving headbutt. And he's all about the suicide dive, and you know, he he gets really itchy when he gets in the ring to to, to do to do those uh, those kind of you know risky you know risky stunts, risky spots. Uh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that if I was Daniel Bryan, and I think that Shane McMahon. Uh, you know, because he's, you know, he's all about spot fest as well. Have Shane McMahon do the spots. Daniel Bryan, you know, stick to the ROH stuff, the final countdown, uh, you know, versus Nigel McGinnis and AJ Styles and uh, Samoa Joe, you know, the old ROH, uh, Brian Danielson, you know, Matt Wrestler uh, type stuff. I'm all, I'm all for that. Um, you know, it was it – was, on SmackDown, I, I thought that he was already dazing because he did the whole running drop kicks and almost landed right, you know, smack dab on his head. I'm like, okay, your first time in three years being active in a ring and you're already, you know, you're already making it tough, you know, to see. And, and I think that uh, <clears throat> you want to scale back, Daniel. No, it's tough. I know it's tough, but at the same time, scale back, and we don't want to <laughs> we we don't want to have you already you know leave and and get concussed again. So very happy that he's back, and I'm uh, I'm pulling for him. I'm pulling for him. You know he's uh, he'll be 37 uh, coming soon. So you know still young in the business. I mean still young as far as a person, but not no not necessarily in the wrestling business. He's been wrestling for almost 20 years. He's been in the business for almost 20 years. So he's he's a veteran in the wrestling business, so he doesn't have more years left. Definitely scale it down. Definitely make it something that's more attractive to the fans and that's, that's not frequent. Let's bring in the co-host with the most, Evan Tech on Daniel Bryan coming back. How you doing tonight, sir? Good, man. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Thanks. I'm actually driving in my SUV on the way home because we're about to get a snowstorm, which is starting to happen now. Anyway, yeah, Daniel Bryan, I love that jacket. It reminded me of a jacket I had. That sports coat was nice, like a nice little church attire, didn't it? Mm-hmm. But, um, it did. I, I like um, the jacket. Yeah, the shoes went well, too, and the socks. But, anyway, like I said, Daniel Bryan, uh, I'm glad he's back. I got excited when, you know, we got the news earlier today. Um, he did... All Daniel Bryan know how to do is to go full fledged. You know, he did go full fledged, and in the promo with Kevin Owens and Zayn, uh, while I was on air, I did my show a little later tonight, and I already thought I said, you know, he's probably going to get attacked, and it was good. And like you said, he took a lot of bumps. He got kicked in the head about two, three times, and yeah. you know, took that that uh, that apron power bomb, and I'm like, dang, he just just got cleared. Hopefully, you can <laughs> you'll be okay for Mania. But it's good to have right. that. It, it is. It, yeah, it, it adds is. more. It, it adds is. more excitement to WrestleMania, you know, with the Brock and Reigns, which we'll talk about later. Which really didn't go over as well as WWE wanted to go. Just the addition of Daniel Bryan, you know, as, as you see, full long teaming with Shane uh, against uh, Zayn and Owens definitely adds a lot of life and a lot to a WrestleMania oh, yeah. card. Um, the teams to be uh, right now still undecided. I mean, we only got both yeah. three, four matches concrete right now. Um, um, now you know, yeah, there's more that's been, 
there's more that's been confirmed. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the, the 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 tag match. You know, like I said, uh, I tweeted this uh, just real quick. The, uh, we got uh, Chris saying Nakamura versus Brian. Yes, uh, that was where I was going. I think SummerSlam. I would definitely like Nakamura versus Brian. Um, yep. Granny saying that he likes the part-time idea for Daniel Bryan. No, two hundred days. Totally, under, totally agree with that. Well, He's, he was talking about Edge that, Christian's podcast. He would like to do. A, um, I think he he said he said a Jerry Lawler Terry Funk schedule, sixty about sixty days, sixty seventy days a year. Which, um, you know, that's a, that's two time about two two to three, two and a half two to three times a month, uh, competing. Nah, you know, I would even say but, less, but less not, than that. I, uh, um, Nakamura and, and Brian sounds awesome for SummerSlam, but let's not forget the one cash cow. You have to do Daniel Bryan against the Miz. This has been a program that's been building up for over two years, and, and ever since the Miz did that promo on Talking Smack a couple of years ago, he's been over. He's been the most over thing for the heel. He's been the best heel in WWE. For the past couple years, and like yeah. you said, Brian against Nakamura would be great. But they have to do, they have to do a Nakamura. I mean, they have to do a Brian versus Miz, and it has to be a pay per view yeah. match. If you don't do it for some program, that's fine. But you got to, got to do that for Survivor Series. Don't do it on some throwaway pay per view like a, like a fast lane bragging rights, no mercy. That has to be like one of the top four. That is my, that's my opinion. Um, yeah, I, uh, I think that Money in the Bank would be good. Um, uh, I, you know, yeah. Tina's saying here, not a dream match, but uh, DB versus Miz has to happen. I agree. I, I, you know, that was one of the, another one of the matches that I was thinking of as far as what they need to do. Um, and I think that uh, it would be good. I think that there's a lot of build to that. I think there's a lot of uh, backstory uh, to that match, which would be pretty fun. Uh, definitely not a dream match feel, but I think it definitely, uh, you know, got to strike while the iron's hot for sure. Um, so Justin uh, and Grainy saying have to go back. No dr- running drop kicks. Absolutely. Totally agree with that. No running drop kicks ever. <laughs> As we saw in SmackDown, he, he's still on the running drop kick tip. And, uh, I, man, I tell you, don't do it, Brian. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do Was it. Wasn't it his finisher? I, I don't think there's I don't even I don't even think there's a point. I don't even, there's there's I mean it, it got a pretty good ovation, but you know who cares about you know you'll get an ovation regardless. Who cares about an ovation when it's sacrificing, you know, uh, brain injury, you know, uh, reaggravation? So uh, I don't think there's a need to it. Uh, let's see who we got here. All right, let's get into the uh, let's get into the. First trivia question for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. First trivia question for tonight. Who were a part of the dumpster match at WrestleMania 14? Who were a part of the dumpster match at WrestleMania 14? Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, the dumpster match. (laughs) You got to scale... Go back to 1998, ladies and gentlemen, and get you a little dumpster match in. You got to remember who it did you just is. see the? Did you just see the Jeff Jarrett laugh? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. 
J E double F J A double R E double T. That's double J. What what did he say? The world's greatest singer, the world's greatest entertainer, and the world's greatest wrestler. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, I think we got some. I think we got some. uh, Some 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 good uh, answers here. Absolutely, the correct answer is. Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie versus the New Age Outlaws. Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie versus the New Age Outlaws. Mark Henry. Mark Henry has been in uh, announced to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, yes. Well-deserved. I don't think anybody could uh, disagree with that whatsoever. Uh, 100% well-deserved. He has been in the business. He's He's been in the WWE consistently for longer than anyone. Um, yeah, anybody. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, Kane, you know, Kane was, Kane came there in 97. Um, uh, and I think it was ninety six when uh Mark Henry came. Well Kane well, well Yankum was ninety five and then uh right. fake fake was a fake diesel and then um and then Kane ninety seven. So uh, and then Henry ninety six and just you know, it's interesting because you know I've heard so many things when when it comes to Mark Henry. I think it was somebody who said that um, he wasn't initially. I heard it somewhere. I forgot where it was, but uh, he wasn't initially like liked or, or backstage because he had like a big old uh, contract. Uh, and and you know, I've even heard that you know there were some people in the creative team that. Um, kind of didn't like the fact that he had a ten-year contract. It was a big deal. He was the world's strongest man, and then eventually they kind of like, um, kind of let go as far as in, uh, investing in Mark Henry, and then so that that you know the the embarrassing things like the sexual chocolate and all that, and you know losing and so forth. But it's so funny because that ended up being. To his benefit, One because sexual chocolate. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't know if that was intended uh, to, you know, just kind of bury him a bit. But sexual chocolate, you know, he that well, he was way over, you know, with sexual chocolate. Chocolate, the Mark Henry. I mean, in the uh, the May Young stuff, uh, and and yeah, I mean, he was he was super over. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Granny saying one hundred percent Hall of Fame for sure. Congrats to Mark Henry, 20 years in WWE. Yeah, I mean, 20, 20 years, 22 years in the WWE. Uh, Chris said Mark Henry's been one of his favorites. Absolutely. I definitely think that there's – I mean, he's well-deserved. Uh, and and the fact that he's been consistent in the WWE, no matter what he, no matter what was given to him, you know, he was able to uh, make lemonade out of lemons, you know, and – the sexual chocolate stuff, even the nation of domination stuff wasn't the best, but he made it, you know, he made it something. Uh, and of course, 
Um, you know, he even had an opportunity, I think it was 06 that he went against uh, Taker uh, at, at, at Mania. That was, what, 22, I think it was, uh, in the casket match. Uh, you know, having an opportunity to do that, Angle, you know, had a, had a big feud with Angle. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm buddies with uh, Sean Navari. He, you know, he's talked about uh, Mark Henry. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there, you know, there's, you know, he was he was managing him during the angle thing, and Hall of Pain, of course, you know that that was just something that just came out of nowhere. Yeah, it's you know, right. it all over. Yeah, I mean, it, it worked. It worked. I mean, that's just, and the 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 retirement speech that he had against John Cena, and you know, uh, having a main event against Cena for the WWE Championship. You think it's that easy? I got a lot left in the tank. You know, just, I mean, just, wow. That, the whole, that's what that I do. Sam and Blazer? Uh, yeah, they're the yes. Mac, the they're the Mac Militant. The Mac Militant. Yes. Oh. You know, with Teddy Long, <laughs> Rodney Mac. I wasn't a big fan of the Teddy Long stuff. Um, yeah, Haterade. But, but at least, you know, again, at least he worked, at least he worked with it. You know, that's 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 the thing. That's my point. He worked with it. He was handed it, but it still, but he still made something work, you know. And so, you know, I, you know, well deserved for for Hall of, for Mark him in the Hall of Fame, without a doubt, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, you know, the very fact that he quietly retired last year, you know, and um, you know, we were a part of. I think he was in Andre Battle Royal. That uh, was one of his last matches. I uh, think he did something with Braun Strowman as well last year. Quietly retired, you know, and um, and I think you know the, the the next the next year after he retired, he goes into the Hall of Fame because it was one of those things that the, there's no there's no argument to the fact that he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he does. I apologize, friends. I thought. He debuted in 95, uh, apparently it was 96, and uh, I believe it was the Survivor Series, or was it the Rumble? It was one of those, uh, he showed up at the little cap, and he went against Lawler. Like I said, Mark Henry's been consistent. Uh, you know, he went from having a fade and a beard, and he was with the nation, and <laughs> sexual chocolate, and uh, you know, he had his, uh, he was with Teddy Long, and then he kind of had his, Singles run for a couple of months when when Goldberg first showed up in '03, where he just mm-hmm. was there and he's wearing a different color, you know, different color uh, tights. He just had his dress. I did remember something very funny. Uh, it was episode of Raw when Big Raw. Yeah, that, yeah, that five from Brock. Um, uh, he wrestled he wrestled, wrestled against Benoit on Raw, and a couple of his hair parts came apart. Um, his yeah, head no, just fell out in the ring. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, like I said. You know, I did. He came out the blue. We, me and my buddy, would always joke about him coming out sweating all that wet. You know, cause the extra exorbitant beer, and he was the hall of pain, and this was all coming out all wet. And and you know, like you said, he was just he was over winning the world title. I forgot he beat Orton. He had a little quick run. I, I just think you remember the yep. elimination Justin, chamber Justin in February. Just uh, uh, seen even in WCW, he was amazing there. Sure it was. Yeah, uh, you know, it was an elimination chamber in February of one year, and uh, I remember he was. I think the last he eliminated two or three people, and I think he was like the last. He was like he eliminated by Cena. He was like the third to get eliminated, or he was like the final three. 
and he was so over then. And I remember just being so upset. Yeah. Like, Why can't they just get the title? The, the, uh, they gave it to Kane overnight. They couldn't give it for Henry, but he deserves it. Uh, yeah. uh, my question is, when did they decide to interview the Rock about Mark Henry? Did you catch that? Like, did they interview the Rock and he came back? And, that was like, what, what, so was that planned? It was like, when is that her time to interview the Rock? He just showed up randomly backstage. Oh, why do you feel about Mark Henry? Oh, Mark is a great guy. Like, the Rock hasn't been there yeah. in a good long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, funny, I think, but. yeah, I think I think eventually they were going to put him in. You know, they have a bunch of B-roll stuff, you know what I mean, like all the time. And, uh, they keep B-roll stuff just for just for just little blurps like that. Even if it wasn't Hall of Fame um, related, that they, they'll make it they'll make it B-roll, you know, to to kind of blurp it right there. So, you know, it fit. You know, I, I noticed that too. It was pretty interesting. Um, got a comment saying, um, "Thought Mark Henry was going to end the streak at WrestleMania 32, uh, 22." Excuse me. Um, I didn't think that, but I, I definitely think I, I was happy that Mark Henry got a spot against Taker at Mania. You know, I think that it, even if you lost, you know, to say that you were a part of the streak uh, is just you know, that's a big deal. Uh, I got another comment saying uh, favorite match was the Monster Mash Battle Royal, uh, him against Kane and Big Daddy V and Great Khali. I remember that match, ECW. Um. D'Lo, oh, I got a, got a good question. Do we see D'Lo Brown in the Hall of Fame? Huh. Hmm. D'Lo Brown in the Hall of Fame. I should text him and see. <laughs> see yeah, see I was going to uh, say, we can always text him. Yeah. You, yeah. you got to say his like you do with your pain. D'Lo Brown! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't, uh I, I'm a big fan. I've always liked D'Lo Brown. I loved him uh, when I was and during the Attitude Era when I was in high school. I would. It was so funny. And I and I said this when he was on my show a while ago. Uh, I don't know how long it's been since he's been on my show. A couple of years back, probably. Um, <clears throat> I mentioned this on the show uh, <laughs> when when he was on here. Uh, when I was in, I was a senior, junior in high school during the Attitude Era. And <laughs> the the you know on you know the um the uh gym the the benches on the gym uh, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, yeah when, the bleacher uh, seat. Yeah. April April two thousand fifteen, so almost three years ago. Um all right, so you have the, the, the benches on the gym and you can uh the bleachers I should say, the bleachers, and you can push all of them back and uh, so when you push all the bleachers back to just give more room in the gym, you've, you, you've got the ability to stand on the top bleacher, right? And, and so I was, yeah, I was a junior because I would have seniors be like my henchmen. And <laughs> it was so funny. We had a big old crash pad in high school. And I would stand on top of the bleacher <laughs> And I would have some upperclassmen. Uh, yeah, so I was like a sophomore, junior. I would have some upperclassmen, like, uh, kind of be my, my henchmen. And I would just look at different people in the gym, and I would point to them. And I would be like a ringleader. And they would grab them, and they would lay them, lay them down. One person would, like, hold their feet, and the other person would hold their arms. 
and I would go all the way up <laughs> to, to the top of the bleachers. So we're talking about uh, six, seven feet high. And I would do the most poetic looking lowdown <laughs> that that people or the sky high is what it was called. The lowdown was the, the, the now the Titus does it, the uh, class of the Titus or whatever. Uh, but the sky high was the no the sky high yeah the sky high was the frog splash when it was at the lowdown no the 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 sky high was the the sky high was the um how was the spinebuster thing the lowdown was the frog splash so yeah lowdown okay was so the frog splash. lowdown was the frog splash yeah 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 the sky high um, they, they used to love that yeah sky high was the pop up type of sit out power bomb yeah. Um, so I, so I would do the the lowdown uh, to the 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 um, yeah so less yeah lowdown yep yep absolutely um, so I would do the lowdown to the students on the crash pad all the time during recess in high school it was so funny and uh, for those you know just subscribe to YouTube uh, check it out check out the past interview just Google pancakes and power slams D'Lo Brown. And we talked about that on the show, and it was it was really fun. As far as him being in the Hall of Fame, I'm going to say no as far as WWE putting him there. You know, I think he achieved a lot, but, you know, it's, it's kind of tough to argue D-Lo be, uh, being in the Hall of Fame. Someone saying best European champion, I, th- I think that's hilarious. I think that he is the best European champion. I would absolutely agree with that, um, especially wearing the chest protector. So that was that was a lot of fun. Before we get into the next headline, let's get to the next trivia question. What was the Intercontinental Championship match at WrestleMania 14? What was the Intercontinental Championship match at WrestleMania 14? Uh, so last week uh, we were we were talking about just um, the Raw promo. Uh, that John Cena did with The Undertaker. And I wasn't a big fan of it. Uh, and, I, you know, it was one of those things that I think, uh, good job, good job, Chris. Good job. The Rock versus Ken Shamrock. That was quick. The I Rock. love it when people uh, are very quick with their answers. We got some wrestling scholars here on the live stream. Uh, who knows their stuff, ladies and gentlemen? Who knows their stuff? Um, yeah, yeah. So Edge was talking about uh, how he he just wasn't a fan. I mean, he he said he can't really. He said he he might look at it again to see if he feels differently. But his initial thoughts is that he wasn't a fan of John Cena's promo. Uh, he thought it was hokey. Um, is the word he used. And I, you know, and this was last week, not not this week, not last night's from, from Raw. We'll talk about that here uh, shortly. But I agree with them. I, you know, I, I, you know, people liked them. But we were, you know, I was tweet, tweeting with some friends, and they were they were big on the promo. They were fans of it, but you know, I wasn't too much because I've shared this before. First of all, John Cena. Um, John Cena, he doesn't have to create his own path to WrestleMania. You know, that's 
there's nothing there's nothing to create. You're you're Gian Cena, you know. Special uh, shout out to Justin Roberts, the Gian Cena. Uh, you know that's that's who you are. You know, I wrote an article recently. His his this will be his 14th WrestleMania. His because uh, there was one in between that he didn't sh- uh, he showed up, but he didn't compete. 32 when he was injured, he helped The Rock. Uh, clear out the Wyatt family, but fourteen WrestleManias that he competed. His record, ladies and gentlemen, are you are you ready for this? His record is ten and three, ten and three at WrestleMania and and thirteen trips, ten and three. I mean, like other than the streak, you really. I mean, I don't think anyone who's who's competed over ten. Um, ten matches at WrestleMania has a better mania percentage than that. Maybe not even because Hogan he didn't even compete in ten manias, did he? I think. Let me let me think. I got uh, nah, the first thirteen here. One, two, he's a one. So two, one, three, he was um, six. one one he was in the tag match, so he won that, right? So two was Bundy. He won that. Yep. Three. Three, he three won. was Andre. Uh, Andre. Four um, was the tournament, right? So he. Yeah, he um, really didn't wrestle that. It was. I think it was like a no contest with him and Andre, wasn't it? I think it wasn't. Yeah. That it? I think it was. Yeah. I think it was a no contest. Contest. Yeah. Uh, in the tournament with him and Andre, so it was like a double. Like they, the, like. I think the other person got a buy or, or something like that. Because I, I remember, yeah. I think it was, I think it was a no contest, um, maybe like a double count out or something like that that ended up happening. Um, it was, let's see, Hogan double disqualification. Yep. So the quarterfinal tournament match and in a double DQ. So it was a no contest. So it, it didn't. Um, so, so they uh, all, both of them. Yeah. Okay. So they were feuding. Yeah, okay. So it's all coming back to me. So remember the the, the main event where they they stripped the title. Uh, well, well, Hogan and the the double refs, the Hepners, and then uh, uh, Andre gets it, gives it the Dibiase, and then they that's that's their big feud, and so. Uh, the tournament uh, comes. I think. Um, I think our boy. Um, oh goodness, Jack Tunney. Uh, I think he. I think he announced it, if I'm not mistaken, because of all this, you know, uh, chaos that was going on. Uh, and uh, and and Hogan and Andre got to skip the first round because of uh, all the things that were going on, if I'm not mistaken. So they went against each other. It was a double count out. I mean, double disqualification. DiBiase gets the bye, so he only he only had to win one match, as opposed to uh, what two. Um, we had to win three. Well, he had to win three to get to the finals, and he only won one. He he beat uh, Morocco. Well, he beat no. He he won he won two. So he beat he beat uh, Duggan, and then he beat Morocco, and then he got a bye because of Hogan and Andre, and he automatically went to the finals. So everybody has a prize, ladies and gentlemen. Savage beats uh, Butch Reed, then Greg Valentine, then the one-man gang. 
Savage, man, they really they really put Savage at WrestleMania four. They really put him over. Um, winning all those matches at WrestleMania, and then Hogan comes out and uh, you know and helps him, and you know has his has his type of uh, has his uh, his moment of WrestleMania fame as as, as normal. Uh, so yeah, so nothing for four. I mean, he disqualification five. He beat uh, uh, Savage. Mega powers explode. And then lost six, to uh, six loses to Warrior. Seven, he beats Slaughter. Um, eight, he beats Sid. It was disqualification. He beats him, but but disqualification. And then nine, um, he beat Yoko. Uh, and that was it. Yeah, that was it. I mean, the first nine WrestleManias he was in, but he didn't have that. He didn't have that impressive record. That's for sure. So Cena has a much better impressive record than, than even Hogan, you know, at, at Mania. So, you know, carving carving a, a road to WrestleMania for John Cena to me is just a it's a cheesy angle. I mean, I appreciate the yeah. the, the, the challenge to, to to take her. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with challenging Taker, but I'm still very adamant about the fact that I don't want to see Taker. I'm, I'm going to see him. We're, we're, we're going to see him live in New Orleans uh, at the Silverdome, as Hogan would say. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to see him. You know, that, that moment, the gong, you know, it's going to be riveting as always. But, you know, this whole thing to me, especially since, you know, we're Less than three weeks away from Mania, and we still haven't seen Taker. I'm I'm okay with if if they're gonna do this, if they're gonna do this, I don't have. You have to have Taker come out, but no physicality, none of that. But I don't want to see another week of Cena Cena continuing to do these promos. You know, I don't want to see that. Right. Like you said, I, I joked and said, how many times are we going to keep seeing Cena come out crying, sniffing and snotting and travailing? I need to make my right. fifth minute. Cena, you've been in the business for almost 20 years. You the main event in how many main years? Won all these titles. You beat Flash Street, which I don't even, which don't matter anymore. Well, like, tired on, Cena. It's not, it's not beat well, yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you tired it. I was like, come on, Cena. Like, you cried. I want Taker. You cover my cowboy. Right. It was so bushly. Like, you're John Cena, and you're calling Undertaker a coward because he, he decides not to answer right. the challenge. Like, come <laughs> on. And then you, you're going to throw the WWE Universe and say, well, you're letting everybody down. Technically, when has Undertaker ever really cared what the WWE Universe yeah. said? He's yeah, never did. I agree. I mean, granted, those those are the minions of the night, the creatures of the night. But Tech has always done things on his own terms. Except for that time yeah. when Vince McMahon, I know you're going to get mad at Featherstone, remembering that that time a couple years ago that Vince McMahon all of a sudden had some kind of power over Undertaker and forced Taker to face the sunshine at hell and a cell. And then, <laughs> but besides that, Taker does stuff on his own terms. Like you said, all Taker's done, he comes out, takes 40 years to come out with his role mm-hmm. and stares in somebody's face and look at the WrestleMania sign. He's the only person that doesn't yep. point to the Mania sign. He just turns his head slow and looks at it. He's and by the way, can we please stop this cliche and someone points at the Mania sign, look at the Mania sign, like it's some kind of, you gain some kind of shit. Oh, you know we that's going away we, now. 
Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know like, come on. Like, like my cousin, Stephen was saying, it's up to bleeding. Even my friend's little nephew, who's eight, even said it. Why did Ronda Rousey, why, she, why, why did she get a match at Mania? She just came in. What has she done? Good point. She points that to me. It's like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's so trivial. At least take a stares at it. He looks at it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we was there live at Mania last, last year. We was there live. We felt the emotion. And, and the best send-off that, probably the best send-off in history of wrestling oh, yeah. with Taker. And now you have Taker coming back. We've seen him on Raw 25. He's coming back to face Cena. And then the question is, why? Well, Brandon, he felt like he didn't have anybody else left to fight. So it just kind of, I don't know, it kind of seems anticlimactic, the fact that Mania ended the way it did, but yet we're going to see Taker again against Cena at Mania. Yes. And then we might still see Taker yeah. against Sting. Anyway, or we can so see Taker against someone else. Oh, uh, see, you did it, man. You did it. I, I was hoping you didn't You know it. I had to. Uh, you know I had to. No. I was, but I was hoping on a serious that note, you know, you know it is. You know we're going to be live in New Orleans. I'm, I'm going to do a Sting versus Take a Chance. But the question is, he faces Cena after media. Then what's left? Who is he going to face? Nobody. Can we get? I mean, I really hope this is it. I mean, really. Yeah, really. I'm with come, you. Come, come, uh, I'm with you. Come on, Taker. Come on, come on, Mark. Come on, Mark. Or or is or is uh, Tony out to say Mark. about about Mark Henry? Mock. <laughs> or or Mark just... Henry. Yeah, Mark Henry. Mock. Mark Henry. Mock. <laughs> Mock. Uh, the world's strongest man. Mark Henry. Tony <laughs> Atlas with his uh, accent. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, but Taker, come on. Come on. I Last year, what you know, you and I both, Evan, said that 33 was the GOAT. But now I'm going to have to take yeah. that back because Taker's coming back. Yeah, because he showed but up I, again. Yeah. I mean, like, I can't. I got to go back to 17 now. Yeah, it, so it, it, yeah, seventeen to me is the goal. I, and you know, we, we talked about this live there, and even at the hotel, and we just was like, all right, okay, thirty three is the goal, and then seventeen, and then nineteen. Mm-hmm. 19, but yeah. now, now it's like it, it reminds me of and you, you can fans can back me up on this, and and I'm not a big fan of Superman at all. I'm more of a Batman person. But it reminds me mm-hmm. back in the day in the 90s when it was the death of Superman. When Superman got killed by Demon's Day and it was so, everyone felt it and it was so real. Like Superman's dead and even I felt it. And then months later he comes back. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. what? Yep. And, it was, and it's like, okay, we, we know about the death of Superman, Demon's Day and Inferno. But it's like, this was like, okay, come on. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Alert. I agree. Same thing. There's yeah. no point. Alert. Right. There's, there's same no thing point. with Batman versus Superman. It, yeah. Alert. The same thing is, you know, air quote, Superman is dead or, or he's gone. I'm sorry, you know. Or, mm-hmm. or And then he comes back in Justice League and it's kind of like, well, we knew he wasn't going to go. It's it, it like, come on, man. It, he shows up. I mean, I say Tate is going to win. I mean, he has to. He's yeah, yeah. Cena. 
And yeah, I mean, know, there's no way. There's yeah. no way that he can that he can lose two years in a row. There's uh, Taker so, for his legacy yeah. for, for for Taker being Taker for Taker just his you know. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way that that's going to happen. Got a comment. Um, got a couple comments. T- the t- Triple H Taker looks at the Mania sign, that type of thing. And then another comment saying, Cena versus Taker, I want to see it. But Taker has to show up uh, this match, for this match to make sense before Mania. Come on, two weeks away. Yeah, I mean, I, I really hope that, I mean, if Taker comes back to Raw before Mania, uh, he'll probably come back next week because it's going to be Cena versus Kane. Uh, but oh gosh, Did yeah, I mean, you know, the thing she, who who cares? Kane, I mean, Kane, Kane comes out fat, big, and this is the thing. Kane, I, I thought Bray Wyatt was bad. We haven't been scared of you, Kane, since two thousand and three, and you come out, yeah. you get about twenty pounds over. You, you don't even climb the top rope. You, you, since when has Kane walked up the steps? Why are you walking up the steps, Kane? He, yeah, he doesn't well, do uh, uh, right. clothesline anymore, does he? He doesn't. He doesn't even put, you know, like he walk over the rope. Like he doesn't. He got in the yeah. ring like he was a regular sized guy. <laughs> yeah, he and does. it's like, what are you going on? Like, <laughs> it's like, he what does. are you doing? It's it, funny. Uh, uh, and like I said, I, I know I know Kane's been in the business as long, just about as long as Henry, but it's like there's it's no. It, not to be funny, King Maxwell has more of a fear to me than Kane. Because you know, Kane, you're going to come back and you're going to lose to Cena. Yeah, of course he is. I, here's the thing Kane's a legend. I wish that Kane and Mickey James will retire this year so they can go. Both of them will be in the Hall of Fame next year. If they retire this year, just like just like Mark Henry last year, he's in the Hall of Fame this year because he retired last year. If Kane and Mickey James retire this year, they both will be in the Hall of Fame next year because they both have done so much and for the business. Uh, I wish that I don't you know every I like Mickey James and every time I see Mickey James on Raw, I'm like she is a legend in the business. And why in the world yeah. is she relegated to being Alexa Bliss's lackey? That is just terrible. Oh, I, I just, it, 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 I cringe every single time I see Mickey James on Raw, and she's she's just not where she should be. I, and I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And I hope she retires. I hope she gets a an agent role. You know. Yeah. Uh, a trainer, I think she's me, perfect trainer in the performance center. Uh, Kane, you know he's he doesn't need no WWE yeah. job. He's you know he per, perhaps he's got a mayor race coming up in less than two months. He, he could be mayor. He's been in politics for a while. He, he, he he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Okay. Uh, I got a comment saying um, last year was the perfect send off. This doesn't make any sense in my opinion. I and both Evan agree that I mean this makes absolutely no sense at all. It's just one of those things that Taker, he still has that itch to wrestle. He's probably still having that big payday. He probably wants, you know, he he wants a new car or a new something or wants to treat Michelle out or something like that. I don't know. Someone saying Mickey's only thirty eight ish. Don't uh, like her spot either though. Yeah, I mean she's thirty eight. Uh, she's well, she's she'll be thirty nine this year. She was born in seventy nine, I believe, and. 
but she's been around for a while. You know, she's she's been around for a while as far as the wrestling business is concerned. But, you know, here's the thing. It's just for her to create you know, a six-time women's champion, WrestleMania, you know, uh, against Trish Stratus, uh, and it, just so many memorable moments during her time. To, to come back, you know, to leave WWE as Piggy James, which was also terrible, and oh, to come back, yeah. you know, I liked her NXT thing against Asuka. I think that was a good way to put her over. Um, and you know, it's it's one of those things that now, I mean, when it, when when Mickey had that feud with Alexa Bliss for the title, I liked it because I think that's where she should be. She should be one of the headliners of the women's division. Now she's in, you know, she was having some beef with Bliss. Now she's back to the chamber, you know, after the chamber, she just comes out with her on Raw and just, she's her lackey now. It just made absolutely no sense. Got a comment here that says, right. Raw plan that if Undertaker loses to John Cena at WrestleMania 34, then Vincent McMahon retires chairman. And then Triple H takes over as new chairman. Uh, I don't think that that's planned. Uh, that's definitely no, not the plan. Not uh, why do I keep happening. putting Bliss with anyone? Do they not have any confidence in her? Um, I think uh, Bliss is amazing. Uh, absolutely amazing. Um, sometimes it helps with the heel, uh, you know, having her be with an accomplice because um, it just really helps their character. So heels being with someone, I don't mind. Uh, but make it someone not Mickey James because there's no there's no point of having Mickey James um with her. Um it's, to be honest with you, it's, I, I I don't like Absolution at all. I think they're just I I I think it, they're premature. I'm you know Sonya Deville's growing on me as a character. Mandy Rose, you know, she's got the pinup, you know, type of look to her, so I understand why they're doing that. Um but I'm just not a big fan of the group at all. I don't see anywhere going with them. I think Sonya Deville being a bodyguard for Alexa Bliss would have been would have been better, honestly. Um, next trivia question: Who did the Undertaker defeat at WrestleMania 15? Speaking of the Undertaker, who did the Undertaker defeat at WrestleMania 15? Next uh, next headline before we get into Raw and SmackDown, um, real quick, let's talk about Baron Corbin was revealing when he wanted to. Uh, he, he a recent interview he was he revealed when he was told to cash in his money money bank contact con, contract. He said like two hours before, and it's really interesting. I just found it really interesting that uh, you, the people, the money bank contract winners, find out that quick, you know, to, to cash in. Just like Seth Rollins, there were. Basically, it's been reported, you know, that uh, he never uh, – good job. Man, Chris is on a roll tonight. We're uh, All the other people in the chat room, I think that uh, you've got some stiff competition tonight. Uh, Christopher is on a roll. Big boss man. Big boss man. Um, yeah, Shout out to you, yeah so, I, you know, I think that it's one of those things um, – that with Seth Rollins, with you know when Seth Rollins cashed in, Roman Reigns was supposed to win the title, and then they just didn't have enough confidence in him yet, so they had Seth Rollins do it. They they pulled an audible backstage at Mania, which was really interesting. Um, 
and you know end up working and end up being end up working out. I think I think that was a good call because I don't think Reigns was ready to kind of be the one that beat Lesnar, be the upcoming star to beat Lesnar yet. Um, in the past three years, I think he's grown leaps and bounds. I mean, he's a hard worker. I think he's really good in the ring. His promos getting much better than than it used to be. So I think now is a very good time. Uh, as opposed to three years ago. Um, so uh, I'm cool with that. But it, it really is interesting to see and to know, you know, those those backstage facts as far as, you know, Rollins being the day of, you know, right, almost right before um, the match, and then Corbin being told like a couple hours before. Unfortunately, you know, Seth Rollins ended up pro- probably having one of the most memorable cashes other than Ziggler, only cash in at Mania. Uh, and then Corbin ended up cashing on a on a just a throwaway episode on SmackDown and losing, so it's polar opposites as far as success is concerned. Uh, but you know it's, it's interesting to see you know to 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 know uh, when when those cash ins occur and how how much they know. Very cool, but I, I still feel something else went down with that. Remember when Baron Corbin had cash in the money in the bank and we saw like it was some backstage politics. And uh, I just think it was. I like Brian Corbin and everything with with, with, uh, the money in the bank and all he had. I just think either politics, he just kind of got, you know, uh, shunned a little bit, if you know what I mean. Yeah. um, And then the way he lost Cena, you know, just just the whole, I don't know, just the the whole, the way everything went down just was. Yeah, the SummerSlam match. So open, yeah, open. SummerSlam match. Open. The opener that he yeah. got squashed. Man. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, but, uh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, seems to be doing okay now, but, hey, one thing's for sure, if Corbin never is able to uh, get over that, the John Cena curse still remains true. That's true. Because he's just not John Cena. He's yeah, yeah, Cena. Next question: <laughs> Who won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 14 and 15? How about that? Who won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 14 and 15? Very interesting uh, question there. Uh, all right, so uh, big follow before we get into Raw and SmackDown. Quick thoughts on Raw and SmackDown. Uh, uh, Foley thinks Vader and China should be in the Hall of Fame. I've, I've said this plenty of times. I think Vader absolutely, China absolutely. Um, you know, of course, I'm not a fan of China's, you know, uh, extracurricular activities when she was still with us on this side. Um, I uh, Good job, Eric. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it's one of those things that uh, as they as they competitor now. Now, here, here's here's my logic with this. Now, I I don't agree with I didn't agree with China's uh, extracurricular activities. Um, but here's the thing with Sunny, it's just one of those things that she's she's a, becoming like she's going to jail. You know, it's it's one of those things that. She's going to jail for for this for this stuff that she's doing. She she's 
you know, multiple alcohol issues that can cause people lives, you know, and, and that's right. the thing with Sonny as far as like, man, you need to chill. Um, China's deal was her personal preference that, you know, as a firm believer, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't rock, I don't roll that way. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's, it's like, China doing her, making her decisions, and then Benoit, who just committed, committed like, evil, heinous acts. You know what I mean? Like, he's a criminal. He's a murderer. Uh, To me, it's like there's a line of demarcation. It's like China doing her personal stuff, and then, you know, of course, she had alcohol issues as well and drug issues. Um, But Benoit... There's there's no justification, you know, with with Benoit, and th- that was just evil. Unfortunately, you know that that happens. You know what I mean? So it's like Benoit, absolutely not, just because just not only would it be a terrible PR move to do that, and WWE would never do that, just because it would be like I said, it'd be a terrible, terrible PR move. But just the image and the you know just what you what you're at the end of the day, and it's really really sad. A lot of wrestlers a lot of wrestlers have said this about him as well. At the end of the day, as 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 amazing as a wrestler as he was, and every all titles that he was uh, that he received was well deserved. Put in so much work into the WWE WCW. ECW, you name it, uh, has 100% has a Hall of Fame career, 100% has a Hall of Fame career. But just, you know, at the end of the day, the last image that you have of, with, with Chris Benoit is is what he did. So it's unfortunate. You don't have that with China. Uh, you don't have the last image of China is what she did, you know, from a criminal, heinous standpoint. She had her personal demons. She had her personal problems that, you know, I really wish she had some divine, some intervention from someone, you know, to really pour into her. She may have. She may have rejected it. You know, I don't know the ins and outs as far as her personal life when she was with us. But at the same time, it's like, you know, we don't – That that's aside from her wrestling career, and I don't think it's enough to overshadow – you know, her wrestling career. So that's my take on it. And I think that China should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lapse of time here. Go ahead. Yeah, it is. Um, I feel China should be, because like you said, double something. There's multiple people in the WWE Hall of Fame that has known back, you know, personal problems with alcohol or with drugs. And like you said, with China she should be in. I mean look at look at the the barriers that China's broke. You know, her being on Playboy, you know, doing everything she did. She's the first and only woman in the Continental Champion. She's the first woman entering in the Royal Rumble. She's broke a lot of barriers. So just by professional um, accolades alone and other things that she's helped do, put it in there. Uh, you know, she had a squash match against Ivy at Mania 17. She did great things. And like you said, the things she did in her personal life, 
that was her personal decision. It wasn't like, like you said, with a Sonny or with a Ben Ball, where it's like, okay, bad PR. Uh, that was her decision. You can't help what people tend to do in their personal lives in the ring. Definitely. China, as he was saying, sports first Baylor Hall of Famer. Now, mm-hmm. yeah. Vader, 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 yeah, I mean, Vader's a no-brainer. I mean, everything he's done oh, yeah. in WCW, in wrestling as it is, yeah. in Japan, I know his WWE run, yeah, his WWE run wasn't the best, but look at, I mean, just look at what he did when he first came, attacking Gorilla Monsoon, which as a kid, I thought that was real, you know, uh, and how they brought him in, granted, of course, there's different things, political things that went on in the back to kind of stiff his run, but he, Vader's, by no question, definitely Hall of Fame. Definitely yep. Absolutely. And I hope they give it to him. Got some comments regarding that. Uh, got a comment saying, if it's okay to honor her on Raw, why not put her in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely. Because uh, if she was so taboo for her career, wouldn't she have been um, honored or mentioned? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Hall of Fame list goes like this. Owen, Bulldog, Pillman, China, Vader, all these people should and need to be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. I think all of those names uh, Owen, Bulldog, Pillman, China, Invader, all of those need to be in the Hall of Fame. 100%. I 100% agree with that. Next question. Who did The Undertaker defeat at WrestleMania 14, ladies and gentlemen? Who did The Undertaker defeat at WrestleMania 14? You know why I'm giving you these Undertaker questions. You need to guess this, and you need to do it. Do it now. I do it for you. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> pops up. It pops up. You gotta you gotta you gotta prepare for it. You gotta wait for it and prepare for it at the end of the show, toward the end of the show. But it came, ladies and gentlemen. I do it for you. Um her uh, his his brother his brother Kane is what someone said. I actually remember a few uh uh few uh Kane answers. I do it for you. That's right, absolutely. Kane is the correct answer. <laughs> Kane is the correct. I, I, I want to hear that. I do you. it for you. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I do it for you. Um, <laughs> I can play that over and over. I still get tweets on that <laughs> from uh, uh, fans of the show. Um, I love it. Every time, every time someone tweets me about that, uh, a fan of the show tweets me about that. I, I I love it. I just smile from ear to ear because uh, just on a whim, just listening to that. God, do it, do it now, do it for you. And I, I just the very fact that fits Booker T so much, just 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 randomness, <laughs> just it just. Makes so much sense of how random that is, and I've always been a sucker for randomness. Uh, that, that is absolutely random and absolutely hilarious. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into Raw and uh, and Smack uh, SmackDown um, review. What you got, real quick? Let's go over Raw and SmackDown results. You got Angle with this promo. Uh, Roman oh, Reigns uh, interferes, uh, suspended. Um, <clears throat> so that happens. Brock Lesnar comes out and beat the brakes off of him uh, while he was handcuffed. Sasha Banks defeating uh, Sonya Deville. Um, 
Absolution, absolution, yes. Beats down Banks post match. Um, Kid Rock announced. Um, no, that was last week. Kid Rock announced for the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, we barely talked about that, but I'm, I'm a fan of that. I think Kid Rock for the for the, for the celebrity ring. I'm okay with that. This week, um, okay. So yeah, so Kid Rock was announced this week, but last week. Uh, for this week was the Kurt Angle and Roman Reigns, so that was that was right. Alexa Bliss uh, was after that. Uh, the Oscar thing, and then uh, Bliss uh, lost intentionally by countout. Braun Strowman uh, comes out interrupted by the bar. Um, someone saying DX and NWO to be honored. I end up in the Hall of Fame. Should be, I, I'd imagine, to be. I, I don't, you know, that's not confirmation, but, um, yeah. So I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. DX and NWO. So that would make Shawn Michaels have two rings, which I'm cool with. But Flair, National Hall, um, be the other two. What's rings. that? Yeah, National Hall would have two rings. And Hogan. Hmm. Logan will have two rings, yeah. So, the accident of you, I think, you know, I think there's an argument for that. Um, strong, uh, Strowman defeating Cesaro, then Revival. You know, it's one of those things. Revival was so good in NXT, but it's just, I don't know. I just can't get with them on Raw. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know where it is. That's so just, small. Revival's just not That's so small. Yeah, I mean, I like their old school look. I'm okay with it, but it's just it just don't connect with me on the main roster. I don't, they don't connect with the audience too. The audience just don't care, which is sad. Um, uh, they they beat Titus Worldwide. I mean, they're they're getting wins, but yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not so. Uh, Mark Henry Hall of Fame. Uh, so okay, the Absolution beat Sasha and Bailey this week. And then we talked about the Cena promo, Miz promo, and then that leads to Balor Club defeating the Miz Thurage, and then we get to the ultimate deletion. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on uh, specifically, I mean, any other, any raw thoughts, but specifically the ultimate deletion event? Yes. Uh, I kept watching it, just thinking about the original on TNA. Which was much like, better, drink some water. <laughs> it was it's yeah. one of those things where people wanted it so bad. They want to see it WWE, and you do. You just like, okay. Mm-hmm. It, it was there. It yeah. happened. It was much better than TNA. It was okay. Now, thanks to the DVR, because I, I had to leave out and I came back to watch last two minutes of Raw. The last two minutes got cut off, so I believe I was told Brother Nero showed up. But overall, this was okay. It was good yes. evening. Uh, one, there was some things that I saw that was funny, but it, it just—I don't know. It just didn't hit the spot like it did in TNA. It just didn't. I watched it. I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, it didn't. It's there. It didn't. It didn't connect with me as much either. Um, I don't. People were just crapping all over it. I don't think it was bad. I will say that. I don't think it was bad. I don't think it was, like, horrible. It didn't connect with me as much as TNA. I guess I guess we're biased because the TNA one was so good. Um, but 
Um, and real quick, Mustafa Ali, I was watching 205 Live before the show. Mustafa Ali beats um, Drew Gulak, uh, so it'll be him and Cedric at the finals of um, uh, of the Cruiserweight uh, Tournament. So they're giving Mustafa Ali some love. Very, very interesting there. Um, got a comment saying, I love the revival, but I'm biased. I used to watch uh, Dash here in Georgia when he was uh, Stephen Walters. Sweet guy. Uh, special shout out to Dash Wilder there. Another comment, the ultimate deletion was good. Just could have been a little, uh, little bit better. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't terrible to me, it, it, but it was just there was some to be desired. I wish there were more theatrics. I mean, I like the going into the Hardy Gates, like Vanguard One coming out with the hologram. I liked all that. I like Rebby playing the piano again, talking about you know, and, and then King Maxwell and Lord Wolfgang and Senior Benjamin getting some funny. love, uh, despite Hardy's uh, arrest for the. Uh, uh, for the alcohol uh, use, uh, he did, you know, his cam- there were some t- talks that the cameo would be edited out, but they uh, decided to uh, keep it in, which I think was okay. I mean, I, th- I think it was a, a good addition, addition uh, to the, to the match. Um, you know, there, there were some, there were some points that was just kind of uh lull. Uh the whole going into the Hardy ring and the, the, do- the dome of Hardy, the dome, the dome of deletion, which is funny because I remember when they actually had a, a show. Um, <laughs> they had a show, a, a, a TNA Impact Wrestling show, uh, there uh, at the dome of deletion. They filmed it. I thought that, to me, I thought it was super cool. I, yeah, I just, yeah, I remember that. There was so much. There were so many cool things about uh, the. Broken and I, Matt and Brother Nero during their Impact run. And I think that that was one of them. They have a whole show filmed at the Hardy Compound, the Dome of Deletion. I don't think it was, I don't remember it being called that at the time, but uh, inside I, I their garage. Thing, I think another thing, maybe this thing about this now and this reminiscing on the first one. Yeah, what was the first one called? Total Deletion. Final. Was deletion. that the first one? Okay, I think it's because and then, then Apocalito. Yes, I, yes. I think that, I think what was missing is that you had Bray against Hardy, which I don't even remember why they even feuding. But well, because Bray kept beating Matt, and it kind of made him into the whole broken state. I did working character. Okay. I think what was missing is this is this Bray and Hardy, which. Great characters. The people had all the, the formula, Brother Nero, Vega One. You know, of course, Lil Wolfgang wasn't born yet. His addition. thing that made the final deletion great in Apocalypto is that it was more than just Hardy and Brother Nero. Right. You had, remember, Lashley against, um, uh, was it Davey Richards or Eddie Edwards? Um, you, you, I know you yeah, had Lashley going. Yeah, you had Lashley going against Eddie Edwards. You had the Rock and Roll Express cameo. You had uh, Buddy yep. Nero and Hardy. You had Abyss and Crazy Steve and that, that funny. So it was great mm-hmm. because you had so many different things going on at once. And that's, like, when, okay, um, crazy. That, that's when um, um, it was Itchweed is when uh, what Hardy was. Itchweed, yeah, right. Itchweed, exactly. Yeah, Itchweed, Itchweed had a match. Yeah. 
You had uh, yeah. so it was, it was so much stuff going on in the dome, outside of the dome, in the forest, mm-hmm. and it was fun because everybody's like, "What is going on?" And I think that's probably what was missing here. Where it was just Hardy and Wyatt. That's it. It wasn't like right. okay, Hardy and Wyatt. Plus, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, you could have threw the Miz in there. You could have threw like multiple yep. people. I, I think I that's agree. why to us it, it was it was okay. Put Kurt Hawkins so, in there. Why not? Right, Kurt Hawkins. Put Kurt Hawkins. People. Yeah, job was Kurt Hawkins. You could have threw Titus yes. Wide. You could have threw Zach right, Ryder in there. Yeah. Random people, Todd Dillinger. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's on SmackDown. But, but, but here's the thing. I think you made a good point. I, I, I think you made a good point. I think that uh, some some additions should have happened uh, with this one here, just like the other ones. Well, even with uh, even with Final Deletion, uh, there was still like some theatrics with it. There was like, uh, there was like the the, the pyro gun that you know that, that he was trying to shoot uh, Hardy right. with, and there was a bunch of pyro and stuff, and they went up to the hill at the end, and you know there there was there was so much going on, there was so much so many right. good theatrics that was just surrounding the, the match. With this one, there was some some spots, but it was just a lot of wrestling. You know, I mean, like I, we don't want that. It wasn't. It, it was. I don't. I don't care about that. I don't care about just a wrestling like match. Having a I match, want like a, a hardcore match. I want the theatrics. I want all the bells and whistles that come with the ultimate, you know, deletion. Uh, and I think that's what was missing. I think all the bells and whistles and the theatrics. I think there was left to be desired. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I don't think it was as bad as people always say. It wasn't. It wasn't very good. Uh, it was probably a little it's average to slightly below, but I don't think it was terrible. Um, but it de- it did left something to be desired, though. I, th- I think it, I think it did. I think it did do that. I think it just left something to be desired. And then and this is I cringed. I personally just almost threw up in my in my stomach, uh, in my in my throat. I almost threw up. When Bray was like, I'm not done. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. <laughs> you better be done. I do not want to see this feud again anymore. No. Done. Will we see a part two <laughs> yeah. at WrestleMania? Will it be a return at WrestleMania? Well, you they want to do part two. film anything um, and air it. Because uh, from, what, from what I heard, they didn't even show the match um, in front of the crowd. So, um but yeah, I mean, it, I don't want to see it. I, I don't, you know, both of them. So there's there's chat there, there's discussion that Bray Wyatt's uh, is going to be repackaged. So uh, I don't, you know, I don't know how true that is, but uh, someone's saying not bad, but average match. Yes, absolutely. Um, what yeah, you so, so repackaged this. Well. I, I just heard that he's going to be repackaged, um, so I don't know if it's going to be Bray uh, just just kind of doing away with the Bray Wyatt deal, which I don't think he should. Um, maybe some variations of Bray Wyatt, but uh, from what I've heard, it's going because the, the whole lake of reincarnation, you know, him not being there, he's deleted, is over. 
real quick, I do want to give a shout out. Um, he needs something, poor guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Husky Harris. No, you know what's so funny? Because when he went into the lake of reincarnation, there was a part of me for a hot ticket that thought that he was going to come back as Husky Harris. I was waiting. I was waiting for it, and I was wait, and I was waiting to laugh because I think if they would have done that, I would have just busted out laughing. Why not? I mean, he's our, he's already damaged goods. Um, why not? Why not just briefly bring him back as Husky Harris uh, in, in, in this whole in, in this part portion of the Ultimate Deletion match? Bring him back as Husky Harris. You know why not? Uh, but overall. It wasn't terrible, but like I said, it wasn't it wasn't very good either. So we'll see. We'll see what they do with them uh, on. Um, oh, I do want to give a special shout out real quick to uh, him saying, "I knew you'd come." That was the first time he said that, and uh, I was a big fan. Uh, yeah, Bray Wyatt, I knew you'd come. Yeah. Shout, shout out to when Bray he did that, I said, "Absolutely fantastic." It, shout out um, to Bray too when Bray uh was it when um when Matt Hardy threw a bag out one initiate and Bray was like, What? He was looking like, What is going on? He said something and I started <laughs> laughing and then the sparks are flying and Bray White even for a second was you know, you don't see him throwing off too much, but the fact that Bray White for a little bit you can see he kinda of yeah. was throwing off guard and he's normally the one that's playing the mind games. Um, and real quick, the U.S. Marshals, gosh, that 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 segment, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you're suspended. How did you get in the building if you're suspended? Angle is right. in the jelly bag. Why are you even GM? And then Angle leaves. Who caught the U.S. Marshals? They come out, no guns, no sticks, no nothing. Right. So you have Didn't one pull out like a little knife or something? No, no, no. It was a it wasn't a tank. I, I think it was a knife. It was handcuffs. Oh, what? And, yeah, it was handcuffs. Yeah, it was handcuffs. You mean to tell me? You mean to tell me is this? Three U.S. Marshals, air quote, can't keep a man down that's handcuffed, and you're a U.S. Marshal and you get knocked out by a forearm. <laughs> really, a forearm. Yeah. And you're going to tell a U.S. Marshal, don't touch me. And then Brock comes out. They should have brought out security. Brock has security. Brock comes out, is beating up Brains, who's handcuffed, which is against the law again. And it's just like, it's like, what is going on? Brock comes out again and beats up Brains. It it was was confusing to me, too. Right. I agree. So what is going Uh, on? I, bringing out the, the whole U.S. Marshal thing to me was just odd. You don't bring up – they should have brought out security because it would have made him seem more real. You know, I, mean, I know we're supposed to suspend disbelief, but at least tie it all in. At least don't have any loose ends for me to say, okay, that's totally fake. You know, and I think with the whole U.S. Marshal thing, like, just – I mean, come on. You bring out security. Just don't bring out U.S. Marshals. You could have went to jail – you know, and, and been shot if he was beating up uh, U.S. Marshals. Come on, man. Just, that don't make any sense at all. Trivia question. Who was the special enforcer in the main event of WrestleMania 14? Who was the special enforcer in the main event of WrestleMania 14? 
All right, so real quick, SmackDown, before we get to the flavor of the week, real, real quick, Daniel Bryan, amazing in-ring promo. Shinsuke defeating Rusev. I have no idea why they did that match. It makes sense because uh, AJ Styles is injured, uh, by the way. I hope he's okay for WrestleMania. He should be, hopefully. Um, He got injured, um, undisclosed injury. I reported it uh, this weekend as far as uh, the Masters Grove Garden. They put an angle uh, to injure that he was injured, so forth. So the whole point that he was waiting a while to get in the ring, you know, he's actually injured. So he didn't he didn't come in the ring at all. But it, but it played out well because the the it was it kind of fit in the whole role of Shinsuke saying, you know, um, uh, I don't need your help. So you know, it all it it fit. You know, it fit all together to me. Uh, Natalia, Natalia beating Charlotte Flair was a bad idea to me. Um, Charlotte Flair being in WrestleMania, defending the women's championship, losing—I don't care if they did the the, the the tease. No point at all for Natalia to win this match. You know, she has no prominence spot on WrestleMania. No point in her winning at all. I think it was a bad call. Um, Harper and uh, Uso—that was pretty much. Um, Self-explanatory. Harper is going to be win. The gender thing, you know, hyping up the U.S. title match. I'm okay with gender being in this spot, actually. Um, and I think yeah. him and Randy Orton is a good spot, so I'm I'm cool with that. Uh, good, uh, correct answer. That's correct. Mike Iron, Mike Tyson. Um. <laughs> So, and then we got uh, Becky Lynch and Naomi, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. I mean, similar to Absolute, Absolution. Absolution. Okay, so the Riot Squad, Ruby Riot's good. But uh, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, they make Absolution look like Daniel Bryan. I mean, that's I mean, that's as bad as, oh, man, just, just bad. And then Daniel Bryan at the end, the, the angle was really good to me. I think it was uh, fantastic. So it should be interesting. Uh, like we talked about in the beginning of the show, I think it's, uh, I personally, uh, I, you know, will be there at, at Mania. Um, and personally, I'm looking forward. To, this has become one of the matches I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, I'm looking forward to Reigns, Lesnar. I'm looking forward to Nakamura, AJ. Uh, I think it's a pretty solid card. I think, you know, I, I don't see any dead spots. Last year was a very solid card. The only dead spots that we noticed was uh, Orton and Bray. That was just cheesy oh, and hokey. Yeah. And just, yeah, it was. It was not good. But I don't see many. Um, I don't see many dead spots in this one. Nah, I'm like you. WrestleMania um, is a solid card. I, I maybe I missed it. Well, I'm, of course, I'm a little behind on some things due to you know some unfortunate uh, personal events that happened a few weeks ago. I just realized it was a triple threat. Well, Finn against the Miz, which I think is well, <laughs> excuse me, um, which is well done. Like you said, you got uh, uh, Oscar against uh, Charlotte Flair. Uh, of course, you're going to see Alexa Bliss against Nijak. You know, that's going to happen. And also, once again, the question is who's facing and who's heels? Are the Uso heels? Are the Belgian brothers? They made a truce with the New Day probably a couple of months ago. Yeah, a few weeks ago. Yeah, a couple months ago on SmackDown, yeah. And, of course, of course we'll know that'll be a triple threat for the tag titles. Uh, I think yeah. Strowman, I love Strowman. I just think Strowman's talking too much. Like He's talking too much. 
Is why yeah, and, I agree. And then that, now he's going to have a partner, which is, I say Goldberg. Gonna be... Goldberg? No. I'm not... I don't think he's going to win the tag titles with Goldberg. People were saying Elias, uh, but he was talking about how for the second time we got to we got to move. But uh, uh, Elias said he's going to do a performance. Uh, Elias becoming a babyface to me is just I don't think I don't I don't. Nah, he needs to. It would make sense if it was Elias because it's kind of strange. Bearfellows have been feuding. My personal pick, I would pick Kurt Hawkins. I just and I think that's a perfect way to end his uh, losing streak. Have him be tag champ Kurt. again with with Ron Strowman. I, I think Kurt Hawkins would be over uh, if he wins that match, and I think that would be my choice. Real quick, uh, who competed in the Brawl for All Finals at WrestleMania 15? Who competed in the Brawl for All Finals at WrestleMania 15? All right, we got a few minutes left. Uh, real quick, let's talk about these title changes of the flavor of the week. Here we go. It is now time for the Flavor of the Week. All right, real quick. Got a couple minutes. Uh, WrestleMania 7, the Nasty Boys. Never been sold on the Nasty Boys. Um, defeated the Hart Foundation for <laughs> Tag Team Championship. Hulk Hogan defeated Sergeant Slaughter for the WWE Championship. WrestleMania, we have Bret Hart defeated Rowdy Roddy Piper for the Intercontinental Championship. Randy Savage defeated Square for the WWE Championship. Uh, nine, we saw Yoko beat Bret, and then Bret uh, and then Hogan beat Yoko in like 20, 20 seconds. Ten, we saw Bret get his retribution against Yoko, beating him for the WWE Championship. Uh, uh, WrestleMania 11. Owen Hart and Yoko's in defending Smokey Guns for the Tag Team Championship for 2012. <laughs> Shawn Michaels defeating Bret Hart, Iron Man Match, and of course, 13 Undertaker defeating the Saints for the WWE Championship. Uh, real quick, um, uh, interesting, interesting statistic there. Ten years between WrestleMania 4 and WrestleMania 13, ten WrestleMania, uh, every single one of them except for one had a WWE. Um, very interesting statistic there. Except for WrestleMania 11, was the only one in 10 years that oh, the championship did not change. Oh. Uh, better being a part of the smoking gun. Uh, um, that is correct. Butterbean versus uh, versus gun. All right, I'm going to give one more trivia question. We literally got uh, seconds left. Um, and well, we got a couple of minutes something left. So I'm gonna give one more trivia question as we end. Who did Shane McMahon defeat to retain the European Championship at WrestleMania 15? Real quick, Evan, share your thoughts. What's your favorite match out of those? Uh, favorite favorite title change out of those ten manias actually may surprise you. Will be Brett defeating uh, Piper. I, I always remember that it was. Great storyline with the IC title, you know, Brett's eye was busted. Somebody's eye was busted. Yep. Um, and you thought Piper was going to turn heel. And they like, don't do it, Piper. It, it was great. That was my favorite. Uh, then she would be Savage against Flair. Uh, uh, of course, we, didn't, we would end up seeing this match a million times over in WCW. But, uh, and it wasn't even their best match. But it's just a storyline between Savage taking Elizabeth and trying to get Elizabeth his and kind of thought that yeah. was real too. And, you know, that Brett his. Dream comes true. Shawn Michaels, uh, you know, 
That's cool. all I was it, it, it was, was, uh, it, was, it was amazing. It was the magazines and all that. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> and not only that, you had, for the first time, real quick ever, you had two commissioners actually get involved. You had Commissioner Piper make the match, and you had Gorilla Monsoon, the actual president, had to come in and restart mm-hmm. the match. Yeah. So, yeah. That was, was really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole player and savage thing over Elizabeth, that, that, that angle was super, super high. Uh, yeah, good choices. Uh, mine says Michael's, um, right, we got comments saying player and savage and WrestleMania was, was underrated. Yeah. Um, mine is Michael's Brett. I think just that whole deal, Iron Man, the boyhood dream has come true. Just, just the, uh, the emotion that came that was amazing. Um, what's, I think the, Real quick, I don't have I don't have an answer, so I gotta give it to you. X Pac. Defeated X Pac. Thank you so much for being a part of the show tonight. Uh Rosa Mendez. What an amazing interview. Thank you so much. Renaissance Rosa Mendez is what I'm calling yeah. her. She says she's gonna uh, christen herself to that. Uh but yeah, it was it's fun to, to give people their gimmick names on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Rebrand people here on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Uh, so fun, so awesome. Thank you so much, brother, for being a part of uh, Definitely one of my favorite interviews uh, in the six years. Three or six years, we're having a six-year anniversary around WrestleMania time. Uh, uh, be sure to stay tuned with that. Of course, we have uh, WrestleMania coming up. We got so much uh, stuff. We'll be there covering. I'll, I'll be there covering at WrestleMania weekend. Evan uh, will join me. Uh, and we'll have so much fun doing some coverage during the weekend, being super busy. So be sure to follow him at Dexter's YouTube Mar to see uh, where he has planned. Uh, of course, follow yes. uh, the of Power Slam show at Crave Wrestling. Follow me at Chris Prolific. Evan and I will be uh, joined uh, together at WrestleMania, having so much fun that weekend, doing so much coverage, being so much so busy like we were last year. But it's so thrilling and so fun and so exciting. So if you're there, uh, be sure to uh, connect with us, and uh, we will do the same. Uh, more announcements as far as where we're going to be and what we're going to do. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of uh, the listening tonight and uh, for being interactive. Great interaction, as always, with the live stream. Uh, be sure to check out soon. Uh, Wrestling Inc. YouTube is where the uh, where this show is going to be. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good night. Enjoy. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen. Good night, guys. Enjoy your week of wrestling. Have a good night. And always remember, always remember, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Have a good night, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. (laughs) God bless you all. Good night, guys. It's been an honor.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.